0: What's up, everybody? This is Clark Schmidt here, pitcher for the New York Yankees, and you are listening to the Boys of 161st Street, the greatest Yankee podcast in the world. Thank you guys for tuning in. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Boys of 161st Street. Another roll call episode with us, episode 105. This episode is about Domingo Herman. Let's talk about him. 161st Street. Weighing in at two. That's not the number. 181 pounds. That's light. I thought he'd be heavier than that. Six foot two. From San Pedro's de Macoris. Butchered that Dominican Republic. Another DR guy. Born June eleventh, 27 <laughs> That's not his birthday. I said DR 2017. Out on the intros. It's late. They, I mean usually lights out. This is lights on sure? nobody's home for this one. <laughs> but I mean it's fitting. But <laughs> I read the debut number, not his age. He was born on August 4th, 1992, 28 years old. Demir Herman did a bad guy thing. We're past that. It's neither here nor there. That's not for me to judge. Chandler wanted to chime in on that. What did you want to say?
1: Uh yeah. Um basically, just I think kind of the whole synopsis of everything for this podcast, everything else in general. The best way to put it, it's like I said, like you said, it's not up to us to decide. It's not our job to be judges, lawyers, anything like that. Yes, he did a shitty thing. Nobody's taking anything away from that. The best way to put it, Luke Voigt, uh, we have his back, but you're on thin ice. That's the best way to put it, and leave it at that, and nobody say anything else, and we're good to go. Um, it kind of covers all of our bases. He hit the nail on the head.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's like like we said, it's not our place to decide. I watch the Yankees. I talk about what's on the field, and if he's going to be on the mound, I hope he does well. That's it. He's just another player wearing the pinstripes, and there's no name on the back, so I just root for the number who's pitching. And if he does well, great. So let's talk about him as a player. And so, what's been going on with him? What What are your initial thoughts on Domingo Herman, number fifty five?
2: Wait, remember when he retired last year for like five minutes, and then was like, "No, nah, I'm just kidding."
0: <laughs>
1: Which time?
2: Like he just said, "Yeah, I'm done with baseball." No, He's I know finished. he did it
1: twice. <laughs> hey. Yeah, he did it again like a week ago. He just deleted everything off. The dude's a headcase. A week that ago? one thing. Yeah. He deleted everything off Instagram like right before his first spring training start. And I was don't like, follow him. I don't know. I mean, I don't either. It was just like I get 47 Bleacher Report notifications like, oh, Domingo Hermann, question mark. And then it was just you know, all that shit. But,
2: dude's but he a head didn't case. say he
1: was retiring, right? <laughs> he. He like
0: deleted. You know, I mean, how many times social- can you say you're retiring and then not no, retire? He
1: like deleted everything Ask off social media and was like, I'm done.
0: At a certain like, point, when you retire that many times, just like, all right, dude, come on. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, Boy who cried wolf, just like you're clearly not retiring. You're not Brett Favre. You can't, like, you're not good so enough so to be right, Brett yeah. Favre where you can come out of retirement and make a whole big fuss about it. Like, you got to be like super good for a long period of time to make a big deal about retiring. And I don't think he has yeah. had enough. Success to retire four times. <laughs> so,
1: yeah, I'm not. I'm not expecting the. Uh, if you guys watch The Last Dance, you know the Michael yeah. Jordan facts. The I'm back for Domingo Herman.
0: Yeah, it's like cool, yeah. dude. You're back. Yeah, I, I yeah. didn't
1: know you left. So, so yeah, good, I just found out just now you.
0: that he retired again. You're the so. number
1: five starter who's drenched in controversy. Like, let's <laughs> let's know our place here.
0: I like that saying. Drenched in controversy. Never heard that before.
1: A bit of a wordsmith, um,
0: but. Going back to him, I think he's one of those players that it's just interesting to note. Like He's one of those guys who they treated similar to like they did with Seve. He went from starter to the pen to kind of back to a starter, and that's been kind of what the Yankees have done with younger pitchers who kind of struggle a little bit, and then they say, okay, let's see how you do in the pen. They kind of figure it out, I guess, in the pen because it's less stress. You come in here and there. You're not necessarily you know, cemented into a full start that day. I don't know how people's heads work. Like if I come in just for an inning, I maybe don't have to, I don't build up as much anxiety as like a whole start, you know? I think not knowing when you're coming in is better because you don't have enough time to like freak out about it. And that's how I kind of operate on just like regular everyday things. If I know I have something like a week in advance, like a test or something back in the day, I would, I'll freak out about it, but if I have like a a pop quiz or something, I don't know if people still get those. I won't. I there's nothing to freak out about it until it happens. So, and then adrenaline kind of kicks in. So, I don't know. I but, think I think maybe that's why the pen works a little a little better. I mean, that, that's my only explanation for it. I don't understand the yeah, difference. I mean,
2: but on the flip side, there's also the immediate anxiety of figuring out you're doing something takes over and shuts you down.
0: Adrenaline, yeah, I though. You, you, you can either ride well, with it or... he's a
2: baseball player, so I don't think that he panics at the thought of pitching. So I don't think that like that's no. something about. So
1: Some people um, do. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, a, well, I I mean, it's, it's so. a whole different mindset. Look at, you know, yeah. we were talking about it earlier. Look at Clark Schmidt coming out of the pen. Clark Schmidt's our number two prospect, and coming out of the pen's a whole different game for him. So I get what you're saying. I mean, and like, yeah, it's a mental game.
0: So with that being said, he's still only 27 years old. So yeah, he, he hasn't. did
1: you just say twenty eight in his big giant what? boxer yeah. intro?
0: Twenty eight. That's on. Oh, me.
1: you fu- You're grounded.
0: I wrote so it. Cool. I, I wrote it on my notes. I took bad notes. I'm usually a good note taker, but he's twenty eight, so still in his prime. Hasn't pitched a whole lot in the last couple of years for obvious reasons, but I think the potential and what we haven't seen, what we have seen in the in the, at least the the small sample size, as Murph would say that we've seen so far like he looks pretty good and we've we've always known him to be pretty good he's got good breaking stuff good swing and miss stuff he's a big dude he's got some good velo like middle like what does he have 95 ish miles per hour he's not a flamethrower by he's any like means but he, he's got a good change up he's got his pitch mix his fastball curveball change up he uses curveball the most at 37 percent. fastball is 34 change up 19 His put away pitch is absolutely the curveball so like the curveball is gross Change up is also pretty gross. Fastball is not like overpowering, but like he uses the curveball a lot. And I, I, I like what I see out of the pitcher of Domingo Herman.
1: I agree. Yeah. And, you know, something we've kind of alluded to before on this show is he carried this team for a long part of 2019. When we were next man up, you know, everybody's hurt, everybody's dropping dead on the field, you know. Whoever got stung by a bee, they're out for seven weeks. Uh, Herman steps up and, you know, he he shoves for the entire summer and keeps us afloat. Um, and I think that's kind of what gives him the leg up coming into this season because basically right now we're battling for the five spot. And that's between him and Debbie. Clark was in that until eight, just kind of a dark horse until he got hurt. Um, thank God it's not Tommy John. But, you know. Right now, it's between them two, and I think based on his pedigree and based on their respective starts coming into the season, because Domingo threw uh, what three days ago, and I kind of I have it pulled up right here. He threw two innings, you know, gave up a hit, no walks, four Ks, pretty damn good uh, for a guy that hasn't thrown in a while. That's his only knock as a pitcher. Before anybody goes fucking wild and like, oh, that's his only knock. I understand the off-field stuff. Like we said earlier, before we're talking about baseball, the rest of it is not for me to decide. You know. All right, stop talking about play. it. I'm not. I'm just saying. <laughs> I know people are gonna like hear it and be like, oh, really? That's his only fucking knock? And they're like, no. Take we're care. talking about number I'm 55 I'm on the Yankees, not Domingo Herman. Exactly. Harmon. Exactly. So, point it point the whole fact of the matter is he's he's pitched better than Devi and he's got the MLB track record and for me right now he's slated as our number five starter and I I think it's his spot to lose.
2: Yeah I agree completely and I want it to be his spot honestly I think that looking at Devi we are looking at somebody who can Debbie. so easily or I'm sorry looking at Domingo we're looking at somebody who could so easily be our staple number two guy. If you really look at this two. Record, I'm saying, over the course of the season. We're That's not that somebody, crazy. Yeah, with the stuff to be the number two on this team. Hopefully, uh, JMO mo and uh, Kluber pitch well. No injuries hold them back. But, like, in terms of reliability, who we've seen do it and has the stuff to do it, there's no reason why we can't be the second most confident in Domingo Herman stepping on the mound on any He game was anymore.
1: our ace for four months. Exactly.
2: So, I, I don't think it's crazy at all to say that he has the chance to be the two. Obviously, Kluber has a uh, higher upside if he's healthy, but we don't know exactly what we're going to get. We don't know exactly what we're going to get from JMO. Jordan Montgomery has always been here and there, but I think Domingo has the stuff to be one like, a top pitcher in the AL. Like he, he really shown signs of greatness, and the only thing that's ever held him back is his control. When he has a bad inning sometimes, he has a terrible inning, but a few years ago, he, he showed that, he could limit the damage and that was such a big thing, especially when you're on this team because if you just don't give up terrible innings, they're gonna we're gonna get, hit you back into the game like as long as you could throw a quality start or a little worse than a quality start, you have a great chance of winning and that's exactly what he did. He didn't have the best ERA, but he had 20 plus wins. so if you're gonna do that, then welcome to the Yanks.
0: In 2019, he did lead the majors in win percentage and won 18 games. Uh, I don't know how much weight that carries. I don't personally carry a lot of weight in the wins because again, he was on the Yankees and he had some of the most the best run production behind him. So wins don't really but matter. He still, has that. he still has that. Yes, I'm saying as a pitcher though. Like so do all the other pitchers in the Yankees. So does Devi. So does J-Mo. So does Kluber. Like I don't. I don't. I think two. Two is a. That. I'm
2: saying. So, like, I get it that, like, yeah, wins are not the stats. Look it's a
0: lot of pitchers. luck, is what I'm saying.
3: It's so, a lot of luck. Yeah,
0: the best argument high. when I talk, the reason why I discount wins is because when you look back to the one year that really glares at you, or multiple years, but the player that it glares at you that just, like, kind of throw wins aside, I think you guys know where I'm going with it. Like, DeGrom, ja- yeah, Jacob yeah. DeGrom, yeah. Like, exactly. that, once Jacob DeGrom had that Cy Young year, and he has been winning the Cy Youngs, and he's been. Getting like, I don't know. I'm not gonna pull the number out of my ass, but he's not leading the league in wins. So no, there
1: was the, year, the year he won, the season. know he had, like, he had like eight wins or yeah. ten wins. But so I I agree. Wins mean absolutely nothing. But there is something <laughs> to be said if you have a lot of wins. Thank you. And that's just the fact that you can manage the game when you are ahead. You know how to win a game. It's very very oh. easy when you play for the Yankees and you're sitting there in front of 55,000 screaming fans, whatever, and you're blowing a team out, you've been sitting on the bench, it's easy to let your head escape and let the game get away from you and make that a no decision or even a loss. Um, I Like you know, like you said, wins are not everything. I think it's a dumb stat in general, but there is at least something to it if you can hold that lead for a good yeah. team like that.
2: And, I understand and not that have wins. like a
1: 14 ERA.
2: Yeah, that wins aren't the stat to define a pitcher by any means, but what is the goal of every baseball game? To win. To go win. So, like, that that in itself. That in itself. I get it. As a stat, no, that's not how I'm going to judge a pitcher. But being on the team in the situation that you're on, if you go out there and you win the game, you did it right.
0: Yeah, I just was looking at his advanced metrics, and they're not really that great from 2019. And... I mean, really, like, there's not many good stats that like glare at you. Like, yeah, wins were awesome, but like, when you look at the advanced stuff, I know that's not a be all end all, but I'm they, just throwing it out there that like, are we looking at fool's gold because of the wins? Like, is is are the wins inflating how good he really was, or do we really
1: have something here? So I don't think it's foos, fools gold as much as just tempering your expectations. I don't expect him to be an ace. I don't expect him to be a two. I don't even expect him to be a three. I expect him to be exactly what his advanced metrics show, what he's shown over his career. I expect him to come out and I expect him to be a good, not amazing pitcher. I expect him to be a four or five starter that comes out, gives us a good chance to win but I'm not expecting Cole of eight shutdown innings. Give me five innings of three-run ball, strike out a couple guys, let your bullpen take over, let's go win a fucking baseball game. Put me in a position to win. Don't get. I don't expect him to give me the we're tired, we need a lockdown performance. I expect a let's go win a baseball game. Keep us
2: in the exactly. game, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. The let's go win mean. a
1: game, all means possible kind of guy, not the shit everybody spent Cole's on the mound. Let's hope he gives us eight shutdown innings so we can save the bullpen. No. D- Domingo, in his ideal role as that fifth starter, is, hey, like I said, hey, I'm going to go out here, I'm going to give you what I got, and we're going to go from there.
0: We could, have,
1: gots, but, game.
0: we could have really, really used, used him in the playoffs last exactly year.
1: What exactly. I was just gonna say.
0: How much really. Really. really? Like, we might have a World Series. We might have a World Series. I think he's going that important. And I think he's that important in the role that we haven't even talked about yet. I thought, we talked about this kind of on the Debbie episode, which already released by the time to those listening now. We could have so used him. as, And th- I think he's so effective out of the pen too because he's been there, done that, and I can see him being that perfect person in my eyes to just like follow a pitcher who has a bad start. If somebody gets pulled in the first two innings, that's a Domingo Herman day basically. He's well, the spot I'm- starter after that. And, like, that can be his punishment for being a bad guy. Like, you don't know when you're One pitching. So, you just, you're, you're kind of like on call when, whenever. whenever. Like, yeah, Domingo, you don't know when you're going.
1: So, just, it's completely random. One of the first articles I saw when it was announced that he was for sure coming back was the idea that the Yankees were tossing around that him and Sevi would piggyback off each other when he came back. And I don't hate that idea. I don't hate that. Like, no, no, no. like you're easing a guy back into it. Um, you're easing
0: both of them back of into career.
1: it. Exactly. You're easing a guy who hasn't thrown in a year, a year and a year plus because of his being a bad guy. As yeah,
0: whether they could throw or Which, they couldn't throw, they exactly. both haven't thrown in a long time. So exactly. you've got to ease them both in regardless because of injury or not. Like,
1: exactly. And both have had dominant stretches. So you're not losing a lot by throwing them and piggybacking them. It's not like you're piggybacking Hap who has been just fucking awful. And Debbie, who's a question mark. We don't mark. Use You're that throwing name two, here. Who, what? Ha- Hap. Hap.
0: We don't know that. H- he even H- showed a Hap happy name. MVP. Yeah.
1: Um, so him and, you know, Debbie, who's unproven. He's never thrown a playoff game, never thrown a playoff pitch. You've got two guys who are established, two guys who have thrown in high leverage spots, and you can do that. And Sevy's come out of the bullpen, and so is Domingo. They fit that piggyback role so perfectly that – I honestly kind of love it, and I hope that happens.
2: And thinking about last year, the two scenarios that stick out to me is, could you fucking imagine having a guy like Domingo after Tanaka blows that inning and that rain delay happens? Domingo right there. That's exactly
0: when. Against the Indians?
2: Yes. And then the other instance is the Debbie-Hap game.
0: Mm -hmm. Like,
2: if we have Domingo right there, we are so much more confident as a team going into that game. And correct me if I'm wrong. We didn't have him in the playoffs two years ago either, right?
1: No, he got suspended right before. I think it was right like late. the playoffs. In the mm-hmm.
2: And that's another instance. Remember that game when the Astros, when we were tied with the Astros, and we ran in extras and fucking half had to come in. And the y- yeah. guy has to pitch sometimes. Like those roles, it's so crucial to have another guy like him that you can throw out there. And we're so much more confident in him. I just feel like as a team, like the, there's a question mark around a lot of these guys. Obviously. But, like, the question mark and the confidence that you have when it's Domingo taking the mound versus Hap, Loisaga, Sessa, all those guys, you just feel so much Yeah,
0: better. and he can take a lot of pressure off guys like yeah, Sessa, Lasagna, because yeah. instead of being, like, the middle of the bullpen guys, he he's just, like, taking the whole pressure off of those guys because they may not even need to pitch sometimes. Like, some games, like you said right there, if somebody shits the bed, if, like, I don't know, Tanaka sometimes would blow up early, He's not yeah. on the team anymore, but anyone on the team, would blow up anybody early. but Cole would blow up early a lot of the time, and that may happen a lot with a lot of the pitchers that we have, and that's not due to performance. That may be due to innings limits. Like We may have a lot of innings limits, and Domingo may be one of the most important arms we do have because he's so versatile. Yeah. He can spot start. I think that's he can be the five starter, but what I do want to point out is He's gonna be like his his playoff role to me. All things considered, assuming nothing changes, which everything will. But in this current state, the playoffs started today. His role, fuck, like forget about the five starter competition, everything like that. In the playoffs, you go with the three man rotation usually, or three man uh, starting back to rotation.
1: Playoffs, right?
0: Yeah. So yeah. yeah so okay. three man rotation in the playoffs. He's not gonna make the top three. I don't think you know guys seem to think otherwise, years. but I'm just saying I think. No, I don't
2: think so at all. Not in a perfect world. He's that's perfect.
0: To, he's perfect to be on call, is what I'm saying. And when, when, and if, I mean, playoff is different too, and that's why he could have been so huge for us huge. in both of the yeah. playoff runs. And we may be sitting here today if we had a guy like Domingo, like you said, all those times that Hap came in and situations where you're like, shit, he's coming in. I would feel a lot more comfortable if Domingo is out mm-hmm. there because you can get exactly. length. And when you throw a guy who's a reliever in a playoff game, playoffs, the pitch count gets up because people watch pitches, people see a lot, people foul things off. It's not a regular season game. So you need a guy who's got some length and, a, and length doesn't really go as long as you thought it goes. So like when you got a starter like Domingo or like your starter that day, he may go two and Domingo can go th- four, like three and then you piece together five and then you toss it to your pen and like. That's the difference yeah. that he could make, and ha- and holding the team, a team like the Yankees, in it is everything, and that's that is so much.
1: My ideal playoff scenario, because you said three man rotation, yeah, for the division series, because that's a five game series. For a seven game series, you're gonna need a fourth starter more than likely. Mm-hmm. My yeah, ideal, well, my ideal scenario is you've got. Cole game one, obviously. And then you've got Tyone Kluber in either order, two and three. And then in that four spot, you have the Domingo Sevi piggyback or mm-hmm. flip flop that in another way. And that combine those two, that's a fucking dominant starter. If and you then your long the,
2: reliever is Jordan Montgomery. I, I
1: don't hate that. I haven't no, been. I haven't been. But I mean, if you, if you go those two, you've got, say, Sevi starts. He goes three tough innings like he did against the A's and the Wild Card. He's walking people, whatever, but he gets away out of it because you know he's Seve. So we have three innings. We give up no runs, couple hits, couple walks, couple strikeouts. Domingo comes in, gives up a run, goes two or three more innings. Then you can turn it over to your big guys. You can turn it over to Chad, or excuse me, Darren O'Day, the best bullpen arm we have. But thank
0: you for correcting yourself. No,
1: but yourself. you, are welcome. But no, what? you really, you can turn it over to Chad Rain. You could. Did you say fuck Chad? I said or Chad. Oh, I thought you said, fuck Chad. No, I love
2: Chad. (laughs) Chad's my boy. Cold
0: sweat. (laughs) You
1: you turn it over to Chad. You turn it over to Britton. You turn it over to Chapman. That's what you do when you have those guys. Like, if you can bank on three innings each, I mean, that's basically one monster starter. That's my ideal situation for these two for this year, and then you go from there.
2: Yeah, and, like, it's just such a better situation to be in because, like, nobody's going to lie. Like, we're not going to – live in fantasy land and say, we know that Kluber is Cy Young Kluber, or we know Italian's everything that he's supposed to be. Could be. Or we know that Seve's going to come back and be dominant again. No, I know. But, like, those are all obvious question marks. Yeah. I'd rather have six question marks with Domingo and Debbie included mm-hmm. than, than three guys who were pretending aren't question marks and then not have a Domingo or Jordan Montgomery or Debbie to fall back on. Like, yeah. If we're gonna have question marks. It's better to have more
0: of that. Yeah, I've said this before. I think, I think what the Yankees did, and I'll reiterate it: like when they, what the Yankees did and Cashman did, there weren't enough sure things open on the market, so they just loaded up on a bunch of question marks. And it's basically like the, grabbing a bunch of, of grabbing a bunch of lottery tickets. If like, you get enough of them, like, maybe a few of them hit, and then you then you're chilling. For, like, I was
1: gonna say either you or Damon said taxes,
0: taxes a take out episodes, a bunch like, of money on lottery tickets, but like you got a lot. You're working with something. Either
1: either you and Damon <laughs> said it a couple episodes ago. You're, and it was kind of banking off that the yeah we have all these lottery tickets, but if two work out,
0: imagine they we are
1: we're AL East champions. If three work out, we're World Series contenders. If all of them work out,
0: we have a dynasty. The, we're
1: the best team in baseball, <laughs> right? I mean, but and really, no, I know we definitely are. I think
0: I think, if, I think if I think if two if of them work, if two to, of them, if, if two of form, if two of the four work out. Nicely, or fuck, fuck that nonsense. If all of them don't even like, if all of there them, if all of them don't even like, oh, come back to hundred percent. bot bully Sevi in twenty seventeen, all that stuff. If all of them are semi there, like a shell of what they are, and all of them are that, we're chilling because then we have each of them as four inning guys. Like Sevi's not gonna, I don't know, a, a guy who's come back from Tommy John and just. Been back to himself, whether it's velo, whether it's the like endurance to go deep into games, he's just not going to. And he's going to be able, he's going to do stuff, hopefully, and he's going to give all he I has, he but I, he's not going to be going seven. He's not going to be built up to that, at least to start. We'll see where he ends up being. He feels really good, and I hope he feels good, but I don't know a person out of Tommy John that's felt great. And I'm just saying, all these guys, a lot of them haven't pitched in two years. Domingo, Luis Severino, Tyon, and Kluber.
1: So to tie this back, if in, all of them, my, my
0: main point, if all of them are about fifty percent of what they their potential is, we're we're in good shape. They're
1: still better okay. than half.
0: We're still, yeah, At exactly. Extent. It was still worth what they gave for them, or just, just keeping them Just to put this
1: around. in perspective, to kind of tie it all back together. Assuming all this works out, and even if it half works out. Domingo still sitting as your borderline five-starter. That's a damn good place to be. Exactly. Huge. This guy is a two, a three, an ace on some teams. When he's sitting here fighting for a job. It's not a bad you're, you're, problem to have. That's not a problem the Yankees have had. It's champagne in problem. Me- in recent memory. I like where in Champagne goes. Memory- okay, Taylor Swift, relax. What? Isn't Champagne Problems a Taylor Swift song?
0: No, it's a saying.
1: It's also a Taylor Swift song. Is
0: it a Taylor Swift song?
1: Fucking right, it is.
0: Kev, you're a big t-, t Swift guy, right? Who's not? Since when? I don't know. I thought you were. What? I guess not. I mean, it's clearly <laughs> clearly, clearly you're the, you you hate <laughs> well, T Swift. I, I don't know. I, I, I like T Swift. Like, I, don't, I don't, don't hate her, but like, you I've clearly you sound like you a, hate T-Swift her.
2: Guy. But I don't know. It's just never an identity I've had. But regardless, Chandler, <laughs>
1: finish.
0: Oh, Do I mean, you like T Swift, Chandler?
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm not a fucking loser. Look who we got! Oh, there we go. Speaking oh. of Taylor Swift,
0: she's a big sneezing. Taylor Swift guy, huh?
2: That thing made me sneeze and made my eyes swell.
0: This cat. I don't
2: forgive it. Yeah. We just got so off topic.
0: It's cool. Yeah, no. It's good radio.
2: Yeah, no people. How are can we tie Domingo
0: Hermann back to my cat jumping on the chair?
2: Domingo's oh, so,
1: um, gonna jump like a cat into that no. Visual. Ready for this?
0: He's very sporadic.
1: She's up on your shoulders, there's that piggyback. Roll. Bam. There we go. Tied back uh, in. Boom.
2: But yeah, I, I agree. I think that he's going to be so vital for us in the long stretch. Um, obviously, with a team that is ten, tends to get hurt, I just think of how much better I'm going to feel going into a playoff game if some If I have to worry about somebody shitting the bed, saying, oh, Domingo will come in, or Debbie will come in, or hopefully by then Clark Schmidt will come in, and they need to do the job that was once a Weizaga or Sessa job, and then Sessa has to do a little less, Weizaga hopefully trips and doesn't make it to the game, like, <laughs> I will just feel immensely better about our chances of winning that game. Yeah. Yeah. It was That's always in the back of
1: my head. so yeah. important to me that you said that. What? Because... At the bringing in Sessa that he the trips. We no, well that too, but um, the fact that you brought that into play, cause that's the best case scenario is that come playoff time. Seve's rolling. Everybody's rolling. All cylinders are firing. We don't have to rely on somebody that doesn't have a fucking record at all. Right. Other like, than didn't
2: that, just like, didn't that hurt your stomach? Like exactly. Hey, go into games and if it was like a Paxton start, or a half start or a Tanaka start even sometimes, I'd be like, God, I really hope this goes well early because if I have to watch the Wisega with a fucking game, series-deciding playoff game in his hands again, I'm literally going to have a stroke.
1: No, that was and my thing that's with Sessa. and yeah, that was the thing I felt last year is, especially in that COVID-shortened season, we'd be up by or down by like two runs and you bring in Sessa and we like, well, we're punting the game. If we're yep. down by two runs and you bring in Domingo, I'm like, Okay. Right. Yeah. Let's get that's this shit back on chance. track. That's
0: that Kev, yeah. that's that my confidence test, like the Luke test, like with batters. Like just do you take a deep breath? Do you freak out when somebody comes out on the mound? Or do you or do you like are you relieved? Yeah. And when Domingo and comes out and more I can more than I can even remember, every playoff memory I have, I feel like one, obviously it's stressful, it's the playoffs, but I feel like more often, like burned into my brain, is sitting in our our college house, Kev, at and, School Street, at School and j right Hap here. or go. Like, that is, like, it's probably because it took years off my life, is why that's my playoff memories against the Astros, but like, yeah. that's what I remember. And if we brought in Domingo in those situations, I feel a lot better. I do. My mood
2: would shift when the wise would just even when I when they flash the bullpen and he's warming up like I literally would just start screaming I was so fucking angry and because you're already I, projecting I like to what's I know
0: what's gonna happen next
2: and it always happens it always it happens always happens
0: at least Domingo throws it in the zone like the other the alternatives and this is relevant to talk about on his episode because the alternatives are those middle of the pen guys and those guys don't even throw strikes so. That that being lasagna, but one thing I did want to bring up too, fun fact, uh, we were talking about the heavy ball thing. His spin rate is eighty sixth percentile, which is super high. So maybe, like that's what gives him that because he's he's ninety four miles per hour fastball, which is like fifty seventh percentile in fastball velo, but his spin rate is eighty sixth. So he's got a lot of spin. So he's got that heavy ball, sneaky fast. So and and they get gets him a lot of swing and misses. So
2: yeah, no, that's what that's what he brings to the table. I mean, he's.
0: He's got a lot of movement. Reliant
2: on his stuff, and his stuff is fucking gross. And it's like, it's literally him and Sevi have just had such similar career projections. Like, I oh, would bring this guy up, going to be a stud, mm, maybe not. Oh shit, yes he is. And like, I hope that Domingo continues to trend in the right direction. Obviously, a lot of factors go into it, but I think if we see his best stuff, we are set. I think he's. I think he's going to be such a vital part of this team down the stretch that,
1: yeah, like I'm really rooting I for agree. him. I think even if he's average, even if he's a step down from 2019, he's such an integral part to making a deep run that we can take a step back and still trust him over, you know, Mm -hmm. those uh, fucking lasagna guys. Like, like you said, I mean, he is one of my biggest X factors going into the season. And that's not even because he has the impact of a Cole or something like that. He just has such a versatile role. That if he lives up remotely to his potential, he he affects so many games and so many different ways.
0: Baseball Reference is projecting him to have a six and three wins loss record, four five ERA, sixty eight innings pitched, and one save. Those look like reliever numbers to me. Get Obviously, don't I'll hold it's fifty seven percent reliance. I don't know what computer they're using, but. Those look like reliever numbers to me, and that's that's what I, I'm saying he's gonna do. I think I oh I'm way over on the innings pitched. Honestly, he's way over. He's gonna throw 68. Over in innings. Yeah, I think he's gonna be. I, he I think. Is, well, we talked about Debbie before. I think he's very close to what Devy's at innings wise and overall wise. But I think he's gonna have more of the like the the bullpen role.
1: Well, as as of right now, to, like I said earlier, he's my number five starter. I'd take the over in in innings. Um, yeah. and I think. Like we kind of talked about earlier in the Debbie episode, which, like you said, has come out by this time. Um, he plays perfect into that six man rotation to start the year to give guys rest, extra rest, stuff like that. I don't know that they're necessarily going to do that to a T, but I think they're going to do some variation of it. Um, And I just, like I said, I think he's going to have a bigger role than what that suggests, and I I, I really do think that he's going to be a a very, very big piece of this team, not just a reliever. I think so, too.
2: Now, I have a question. Is this our last roll call? No. All right. Well, I haven't been (laughs) on many previously, obviously. So I want to know, because we touched on it before, I want to know both of your three biggest X factors for the season.
0: Okay. I think Domingo is absolutely one of them. Um, if I had to pick, be Domingo. Who else is on the Yankees? I mean, I, don't know. I mean, there's the obvious. Gary no, Gary Sanchez is f- like very you obvious. Can pick the obvious. Okay, so um... it's Domingo, Gary Sanchez, because if Gary's good and he's hitting out of the eight hole or whatever it may be, and we have a 2017 Gary or a remnants of that, we are. Chilling. We we don't have we don't we literally do not have a hole and he's looking good in spring, so looks good on that. So those are my easy two picks. Chandler, do you have another one?
1: Yeah, I mean my biggest X factor is obviously it's Judge. If he's healthy, if Judge is healthy, he's one of the best players in baseball. And if you have the one of the best players in baseball, obviously you're gonna put up runs, you're gonna put up wins. So that's my X factor. My biggest X factor is Judge and his health. If he is back to twenty fuck, what was it? Twenty seventeen, his rookie year. Yeah. If he's back to twenty seventeen, Judge, we're in good shape.
2: And every um, time he's on the field, he is.
1: I think my like, other like biggest X Factor
0: is Jordan Montgomery.
1: My biggest X Factor Those three. Two Those is, are my three. Lock it in. Okay. My number two, I'm gonna do a two A and two B because I don't know. They're flip-flop. You can exchange them. Is Kluber and Tyone. I need one of them to work out. Yeah. And be the pitcher they're supposed to be. And then three. Hmm. Honestly, it's got to be a bullpen arm, and it's got to be somebody like Domingo. I don't know if it's necessarily him, Nick but Nelson. It's somebody that it's some <laughs> it's big somebody
0: Nick Nelson fits, pod now.
1: That uh, that fits the long reliever slash spot starter role, and that's Domingo Laizaga, whatever. That long spot start and long reliever role is my other X factor because we need somebody we can actually trust rather than punt the game away, and yeah, you know if a starter blows up,
0: who would you yeah, pick? I'll,
2: I'll stay constant here. So, I, I mean, I think Domingo, I think Domingo as that fifth starter pending no pitching injuries or pitcher injuries. Like his role, I think is one of my big three. I think my two, and this one's like definitely a curveball. That's not like you can't pinpoint it as an X factor, but I think that Glaber Torres's success is going to love that big factor of this team is unstoppable and we are so scared to play them in the playoffs or this team is looking like their normal selves where it's the top of the lineup is hit or miss i think if we could have glaber have a season like he did in 2019 and a playoffs like he did that him with a mixture of judge being healthy which was my other one as well i think that him and judge as the two in that lineup and then somewhere and like the five six spot in that lineup, if Glaber's playing dominant, I think he's like the difference between a scary team and a terrifying.
0: Yeah, when I think of X factor, though, I don't think uh, that's my my answer I get to it, this question.
2: Not make or break.
0: Yeah, man. no, but my my answer to this question. Well, I Disagree. No, I was thinking. Not, no, that's not what I mean. I mean, when I think of X factor, I think of okay, Judge, Stanton. Yes, the health concerns are are the not a given, but I think their talent is there. When I think of X factor, I think of like will they turn it on or not glaber i have expectations for everything like that so when i go into a year glaber i expect to be that mainstay guy he's a big contributor that's that that's what he's that's why we're projected to be one of the best teams in the league yada 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 When i think of an x factor i think of people who are going like if they overperform expectations that's make or break that puts us on another level and that's why I think currently the best answer for that is Gary Sanchez, and I think Domingo Herman's right there. Those, that's why I picked those because it's like they—they're so, not expected I, to be Aaron Judge, who's in the MVP race if healthy. Like Gary Sanchez is very much could be the worst player on this team, or could be Gary Sanchez twenty seventeen yeah, who I don't smashes think he home runs. Not
1: an incorrect answer at all. I yeah, that I, want everything to, that says, very fair. I want to change my third, and I'm going to change it to Seve. Yeah, I think yeah. a I think a fully healthy Sevy down the stretch is going to be priceless. If you get a guy who is a Cy Young candidate when healthy and he comes in in late July and he just flips it on and I mean
0: trade deadline piece.
1: Exactly. No. Brian Cashman get the fuck out of here. I hate when he um, says that. You're right. Try, Thank you for say, grounding me. But you're welcome. That's my goal. That's my whole job is to ground you. Um yeah. No, but (laughs) didn't really work. I know it's okay. Just didn't press Uh, the button today, so yeah, it's it's late. Whatever. Um, but you know, if he comes in and he's a shell of that, and even if he shows a little rust, but he's got it, and you toss him in, and you're comfortable putting him in the playoffs, you cannot put a price on putting a, a second ace out there. Um, yeah. You, you know, we have all these guys, but nobody is that true second ace that the Dodgers have when you've got Bueller, Kershaw, uh, Bauer. When you can mm. throw out a healthy Seve after a cold, that's fucking – that's terrifying. Yeah, and that's why everybody that thought we were going to win. Right? Exactly. So I changed my mind. That's my number one X factor is him.
2: Yeah, and I think it makes sense. And the only reason I have Glaber in my top three is because when I think back to this team – and we look at the last four years, since 2017. 2017 almost got there. 2018 didn't do well in the playoffs. 2019 almost got there. 2020 almost got there. Every time we look and it's so easy to say, well, yes, it's been the pitching. But to me, it really hasn't been entirely the pitching. It's been that the players trying to do too much because there are those games where you see like, Our first game against the Astros in 2019, we beat them like 7-0. And that's because when all the Yankees are trying to be the Yankees and it works, we're unstoppable. But then it's the, like, you get to the end of the game and you have Stanton, who's trying to be the hero, Luke Voigt, who's trying to be the hero. Judge doesn't do it as much, but still trying to be the hero. And then the only guy that you could rely on that's not going to do that is DJ. I think if Glaber can do that and be in a role where it's like, do my job because last year I think he was trying to do too much. I think if you look at our whole lineup, everybody tries to do too much. And I think we need another guy who's not going to do too much, but when they're just doing their job is so great. And I think that that's going to be Glaber.
1: No, I agree with you. And honestly, I could talk about Glaber for hours because I think yeah. in my, I mean, in my opinion, I think Glaber is, I know we're way off topic from Domingo. So I <laughs>
0: forgot this is Domingo or yeah, no, episode. But, but, but,
1: I mean, fucking people want to know the X factor. We're so Yankees fans,
0: I, so I we're talking Factor's about head. the Yankees.
1: Uh, my thing with Glaber is, to me, he is a no doubt slam dunk extension candidate. He's up there yeah. to me in importance of extending with Judge. And mm-hmm. I put him at one and one A. I and that's honest. You can call me crazy, yeah. or fucking, I, so I, I agree. I But I mean, he he may have his faults at short, whatever, but. I think 2020 was a mixture of injury. I see your one Soto card.
0: He's about it? to get extended. I I remember a time where Glaber not too long ago was in the conversation with the Soto's, the Acuna's, the Tatis, not Tatis. Tatis wasn't even in the conversation. He jumped on the scene. Soto, Tatis, sorry, excuse me. Soto Acuna and Glaber were all in that conversation as being the next big thing. And, Last year, Gleyber for whatever reason, because of the 60-game season, he didn't have a crazy year like the other two did, which is in 60 games, and he was left in the dust a little bit. I agree. I think I think Glaber, and I'm putting my money where my mouth. I'm putting my money where my mouth is. I'm putting a lot of money into Glaber's rookie cards because I think he's going to tweak this year. And well, let me put it this way: I think he's going to silver slugger.
1: 2021 Yankees, Glaber Torres is the best shot in MVP. I
2: give
0: him two. Disagree. Fine, yeah, gosh. I disagree. I, well, we'll
2: I about, don't know.
0: I don't know if I disagree.
2: Think about health. I'm I'm so big on the judge is going to be healthy all season train. I am
0: too. No, I, I, don't know, I, I don't know. I don't know what I tricked myself into thinking.
1: It's the yoga. I'm so big on it. It's not even
0: just us. Like I, 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 I Those of you who follow uh, Giraffe Neck Mark on YouTube, he's a big Mets fan, but uh, big MLB YouTuber. He thinks so too. He picked him to MVP. Dude,
2: but like it, he, he's always he's flexible since since 2017, he's had a top three odds to win MVP every year. So it's every year they think that it's gonna he's gonna snap out of it. But yeah,
0: I'm tired of, of I'm tired of the if he's healthy, he would be higher on this top 100 list. If he's healthy, he's an MVP every yeah. time. Just like be healthy. And I know this is Domingo's episode, and we've been going yeah, for a I, long time. We'll, well, I mean, there is plenty more opportunity to talk about this. Let's end this episode. We have plenty of opportunity to talk about the Yankees. That's what we do here. We talk There's about the Yankees here.
1: Of actors, but.
0: This is 42 minutes long on Domingo Herman. Half of it wasn't about Domingo Herman, which is, I, I guess, like we, a good I feel thing. I
2: like if we really want to, we could break it up and just release a second episode.
0: This could be a second episode. You're listening to this on a separate day than Domingo Herman because we had a good idea to separate them. So <laughs> uh, happy different day this is no longer episode 105 this is episode 210 so (laughs) see you guys later as always give us five star rating we really appreciate it uh i like you guys do you like us we see how many people listen to this podcast and we don't have that many we don't have that many reviews so i'm looking at you you sitting in your bedroom, laying on your bed right now, listening to the podcast, whether it's on YouTube or on the podcast app. I'm just trying to pinpoint one exact person, and then they were like, "Oh my god, he knows where I am!" Like that was weird. We're gonna cut that part out.
3: Street. I just have two words.
0: See ya. See
3: ya.